Katrina Myricks. I'm joined by my co-host, Terrain Myricks. Terrain, how you doing? I'm doing quite well. How are you doing? Doing great. And we're also joined by frequent flyer guest, Jess Britton. Uh, what's her title? Debate correspondent? Thank you. <laughs> but it's not a debate. I feel like that doesn't necessarily apply. No. Really? Am I going to... Women are always... No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe I shouldn't have made that joke. I apologize. And that was Alcoholitics. All right. Uh, this was my last episode. I'm, I am uh, giving this podcast up to any women who want to host That's it. That's right. Um, and you'll, I'll never be heard from again. Yeah. So that's great. You had a good run. I did. Yeah. Over a year. Mm-hmm. Some would yeah. think that's impossible. Yeah. Because of... Like, how irresponsible I am. Oh. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the, it's the, not impossible, maybe unlikely. <laughs> right, super unlikely. Like, oh, he remembers to, like, get the recording stuff out every week. He's drunk, right? Very impressive. It's true. I am I'm an impressive person. You know what, guys? I'm going to stick on this as host. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the most uncomfortable thing that I've had to do on this. Anyway, um, do you want to... Do you want to, first, how's everybody doing? We're all doing good? I'm fantastic. Yeah? I was having a good time. How, how are you doing, Katrina? I'm all right. I'm a little tired. Yeah. Sleepy. Yeah. You how were, are you doing? I'm doing okay. You're, you're having a coffee, aren't you? You're not even, are you even drinking? You're just having a coffee? Nah, I had a coffee. Now I'm having water. I think that's I'm dehydrated. Smart. Yeah, well then don't, don't drink. Yeah, yeah, that's not helpful then. No. Yeah. No. Water uh, is a good idea. Yes, I will be drinking enough for the both of us. Is that bad? That's, I mean, usually you drink enough for, like, four people. I don't so. think that that's true. And I would like that to be stricken from the record. I'm going to go back in the spot and edit that out. <laughs> no, I won't. I bet I'm, you're I'm not. I'm yeah. so lazy. I'm not gonna. No, I bet you're not. So, let's start with some quick news before we get into our main topics. Um... Some quick things that have been happening. Roger Stone, this wasn't quick, this is awesome. Roger Stone was convicted of seven counts that were levied against him, including witness tampering and making false statements. Apparently, you cannot do like weird mobster-like threats to people and have that not come back against you in court. Unless you're the president. Unless you're the president, that's right. right. Well, at this point, the president has not threatened to kill... Another person or their dog. So. That we know of. That we know of. That is true. That is true. And, and to be fair. I'm not comfortable ruling it out completely. I agree. <laughs> to he, be fair, usually the head gangster isn't the one making those threats. He's right, sending. Correct. A goon. You I've send seen, a goon. I've seen The Godfather. Exactly. I know how yeah, it works. And so. if. I've never seen The Godfather. Shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> and that's it for the show. <laughs> now, and, and yeah, if, if you're going to send a goon. Send the gooniest goon you have, Roger Stone. Um, we also have emails coming out to confirm that Stephen Miller is a white supremacist slash white nationalist. Also, in breaking news, water is wet. Yeah. Who could have seen this coming? No one. No one Steve, had any idea. Stephen Miller, the guy who looks, I seriously swear to you, like he has serial murdered a lot, a lot of people, yeah. is somehow, like, not a cool dude. He looks like the guy from Barry. No, he doesn't. Don't you dare say that. <laughs> 
I think that's Anthony Kerrigan, the actor, and he's fucking phenomenal, and he looks like a really nice guy. Does he? He has alopecia, he doesn't have hair, like, anywhere, and he looks like the nicest guy. Stephen Miller looks like the, like, reversed negative of that person. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Terrain on this, because Stephen Miller, you look at him and you just know there's something sinister there. (laughs) The guy from Barry, because we're talking about the little Chechen guy, right? Yes! the, the, The tall one! He's not tall. He's tall. Anthony Kerrigan is tall. He's like the the, is he the tall? he's the no, goofball. He's, he's like the goofy he's one. Not tall. Is he not? I Guys, so. you I keep talking. Know. I'm gonna look up, look up his, his height. <laughs> <laughs> also, we're gonna look up if his name's actually Anthony Kerrigan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. His it name. is. Okay. It is. He's five foot eleven. I think that's I didn't tall. Think he was that tall, <laughs> right? You think that's tall? Oh, no. I mean. No, no, no. I'm five four, so to me that is tall. Yeah. He doesn't. He well, think he looked if he's on screen next to Bill Hader, then he's not gonna look tall. Okay. See, maybe that's that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Okay. What's but Bill no, Hader is six he... foot one. You're right. He's tall to me. I'm five ten. Mm-hmm. It's what my driver's license says. <laughs> and you guys, everyone can shut your goddamn mouths about it. <laughs> I just didn't like. I wouldn't have thought of him as tall, but. I also don't think Stephen Miller looks like him because that guy doesn't look evil. Like no. he looks too he, goofy. He to looks be like a fun goofball evil. you're fucking around with. Yeah. Stephen Miller looks like the kind of guy that, like in high school, to prove that he was somehow better than women, would randomly join a race that uh, for for like a girl, like a girls cross country. And just join the race and pretend that he ran the whole race, even though he jumped in at a random time in it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a real fucking thing that guy did. I was about to say, that's such a specific. I'm like, Very wow, specific. you went deep there. Very specific. He did that. He's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> I hate that guy. Um, also. Did he do that? He did. That's a real thing? That's a real thing. After this, we're going to look it up. I swear to you. Um, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. So, so what was what was this email stuff? I didn't see this. He came out. Um, it came out that he was like um, forwarding and sending um, emails uh, from like heavily white supremacists, heavily anti um, uh, uh, sorry anti immigration people, yeah, and using those to like peddle things as fact. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which. No, <laughs> not true. Still. You can't do that. You can only use them to write immigration policy. You yeah. can't. You can't do all those other Forward things. emails. Yeah. yeah. No, he's fine. Well, and I love that story, right? Because it came from a like a reformed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breitbart reporter yep. who and then, I guess became reformed after she got fired from Breitbart. And so, like, I would trust her about as far as you could throw her. But, I mean, maybe, I hope I'm wrong, but, like, yeah. well, and it's, like, and these are from several years ago, and it's, like, four, yeah, three now. To, three to four years ago. And Thanks for this now, I guess. And. He's already done all this damage. And, um, uh, not only that, uh, when uh, asked for comment, Breitbart, had, Breitbart said, well, now you see why we fired that person. 
Because talking about the other person, not talking about Stephen Miller. Right. Saying, like, like now you see why. Because look at what she's doing. Yeah, like... <laughs> Telling the truth about the nonsense shit that this guy pulls. Like, none of the characters in this story look good in no, this scenario. No, all of the characters in the story are villains. Um, yeah. I would like to really quickly just uh, get, uh, read this GQ headline before we go to oh, our last quick that, news. That was unexpected. <laughs> no, no, just... Okay. Stephen Miller once jumped into a girls' track meet to prove men are athletically superior to women. That is real. I swear to God, I had no this idea. This is fucking this real. I will send it to you. This is fucking real. I had no idea, but... <laughs> It does track. It tracks! It absolutely tracks! Oh, man. No, I'm sending it to you, but for real, this is like... This is real. This is who this guy is. He's a straight-up creep. He... You you can't judge a book by its cover unless that book is Stephen Miller. Yeah, he is like, a fucking it, like, creep, and you can see those eyes. It. Like they're dead inside. Like they're, there's yeah. like you. There's he, no life behind. When he did, well, what was the really bad interview that he gave? I want to say maybe six months ago. Yeah, I, I mean, don't it's know. so hard to tell, but you could tell like like he just looks at you and like there's just no expression no. on his face and it's just no. like you have no soul. He's there to get some points across and those points are racist and he's going to get them all. They across. are all racist and <laughs> xenophobic and but other than that he seems nice. Like a really cool guy. He's engaged, which is great. Like so there's a woman like that pisses me off even more. Like what is wrong with her? Well, luckily there is a woman who thinks that A, all of this is okay and wants to... He's not attractive. What? I mean, you find a an athletically superior man <laughs> and you're... Oh, wow. I, I saw you taking the sip and I regretted doing it and I'm like, I'm still gonna do it. It's <laughs> still happening. Um, I wasn't very nice. Finally, <laughs> finally, Matt Bevan, um, <laughs> former governor of uh, Kentucky. He's still, he's the, still governor. the governor. I don't now. know. To me, he's former. I mean, he will be the former governor. He conceded. Yeah. Uh, in Kentucky, um, Bashir will be the governor without any fight from Matt Bevan. As Matt Bevan realized, oh, that's right. People don't like me. That seems to honestly be. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> it's like he just had like a changed. he had a come to Jesus moment where he's like, oh, yeah, no, everyone fucking dislikes me because I'm like the worst. The like worst. again, I said it in the last pod and I'll say it on this one. Weird call. I think it's a weird strategy to blame teachers for the potential molestation of their students because teachers are on strike. Again, weird, weird strategy. Why do you think that that doesn't work as a strategy? I don't know. I just feel like if you're telling all the teachers that all of their kids getting molested is their fault, fault. it's likely that they're going to be like, I shouldn't vote for you regardless of what party they're in. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think that that's like a, because I think that's a big deal. Kind of is a big deal. Yeah. Right. Okay. As long as we're all. The, 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 I'm so sorry. If I wish this was an audio, me, I mean a visual medium, because the way you were still looking off like you were still thinking about it was hilarious. No, I just he, this this whole scenario in Kentucky has been like like a train wreck, fast mm-hmm. level, fascinating to me. Because there's so much backstory to this race. 
and the fact that that literally nothing changed between like probably you know when you guys recorded your last podcast which was i mean the results were very clear yeah. in kentucky he lost and he was just trying to challenge it because he lost yeah like not because he thought he won yeah, because he lost like, and it's like ah uh, no no, I don't think I did. No, check the check that again. That doesn't look right. I'm a Republican and he's a Democrat, so I you guys think. know I'm a Republican. And yeah, this is like Kentucky, that. Right? The president came. Did you guys see the president? He Some- came. <laughs> like someone reminded him that uh, Kansas also elected a Democratic governor, and he's like, "Oh shit, that's right. They you don't can like actually it. do that." Yeah, and they Damn had it. Sam Brown back for a while, and he sucked. Well, up. you know, and the thing is, like. And that's, that's what's hilarious to me about this. Like, nothing actually happened in Kentucky in the last week. And then I guess he just decided, <laughs> I guess I'm done. Guys, <laughs> like, I, I guess I lost. Guys, I'd, I'd rather just go home. I'm not, I'm <laughs> he was not like this anymore. Of grief. Is that what it is? He started with denial and he ended with acceptance. Yeah. That makes so much sense. What were the ones in between there? <laughs> <laughs> what were the what were the what, what were the Matt Bevin stages of grief? We don't know any <laughs> racism. Racism. <laughs> weird attacks against teachers. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to some main topics. And Jess, I'm gonna open the floor to you. Oh my gosh! Welcome to that the podcast. That is so great. What would you like to talk about? I would like to talk about the debates for five hours. Oh, shit. Strap in, everybody. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no, so... You didn't, you didn't say just kidding in time? A lot of people were like... A lot of people done. were like, you know... Gosh. Yeah, pop that. Pop that to a stop. To <laughs> Can we actually, though, say one thing about We're going to say it later. In a hot second. We're going to say it we're later because later. we have... we have The debate's going to be our final top. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> then I can't. If you want to say, yeah, go ahead no, and I'm say just it. kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. Say whatever you want to say. Go. No. So, and I think like landing on this after the conversation about Kentucky is really good because I think Kentucky really does show the power of organizing in yeah. places where you don't expect Democrats to win elections. Mm-hmm. So you have that in Kentucky, and you have that in. The Kentucky of Pennsylvania, which, spoiler alert, guys. We live in? We're sitting <laughs> right in the middle of all of that. Uh, and it's not just, I mean, it's not just Columbia County. It is... Schuylkill County. A whole bunch of it. Yeah, yes. we grew up in Schuylkill County, so we can attest to that. Um, yeah. It is, a, it is a conservative area that is a conservative area. It is. It is. <laughs> That's, those are both true things. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, so Schuylkill County is a great is a great example too. Yes. Like, did you guys know? And like, maybe this is uh, new information. I don't know if you follow it. Schuylkill Indivisible just met with Dan Muser like a week ago. Did after, they? After working for well, how long has he been in office? Eleven months. Yeah. How the shit did that get? Go? Well, so they did one of those fake, like not fake, like he was invited, but mm-hmm. one of those like town halls where it was like, we have oh, invited man. him and he did not show up, mm-hmm. you know, so they invited him. This was planned for months. That that happened, I want to say the beginning of October. Um, I think that's, yeah, I think that's right. Um, beginning of October, they had this thing, they recorded some stuff at it and put it on 
like Facebook Live, and then they did like a YouTube thing, just saying like these are your constituents, mm-hmm. and you are here. And he they, he got some bad press about it, you know, because hey. at the um, Pottsville Public Library, like so it wasn't at like yeah, you know, it was a, it's at the library, like you can't say that like oh you picked a venue that wasn't going to yeah. be mm-hmm. friendly. It was mm-hmm. you know come and talk to your constituents. I mean, you haven't spoken to them. Yeah, in. The entire first year that you've been in office. Um, Why do you think that is? Why do you think Dan Muser... Uh, this is sound like a really easy question. Why do you think Dan Muser doesn't want to talk to his constituents? I think... I he, mean, and, and can I just be clear? They voted him in pretty overwhelmingly. Oh, yeah. He uh, won Denny handily. Wolf did not he get very handily. close. So why would Dan Muser not want to talk to his constituents? So that's a really good question. And I think... What, what is troubling to me about representatives like him, like Lou Barletta before him, mm-hmm. is... Who's super cool he, and we love on the podcast. Lou Barletta is great. Fuck Lou Barletta. <laughs> Fuck that I, guy. I, 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 I loved... One day, we ha- one day I had Dr. Stride on the podcast, who I have to have back ASAP. Because his views are straight up cuckoo bananas. But that is correct. Um, I had him on and I asked him a question that one of his former students, my friend, mm. his friend, um, Arista Voorhees, who came on the podcast and um, said I had him react to something that Arista said about Lou Barletta, which was a very cool thing to say in front of Stride, which was, quote, fuck Lou Barletta. I <laughs> 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 was like, what are you, what's your take on that? <laughs> What's your stance on this? What's your stance on fuck Lou Barletta? Yeah. What was his stance? <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was... I if, I mean, I can... I think it. that Arista could probably find some different things to say about Lou Barletta. Something like that. Something like, something yeah. along those lines. Um, that would also be what I would have to say about Lou Barletta. He's a and bad guy. He is a bad guy. And I also think, like... We have not seen the last of him, nope. so just let's all get ready let's for all that. Be prepared. Yeah, for sure. So, because he's the worst. Um, well, so except though, I will say this: Uh-oh. Dan Muser. Okay, I'm like, this sounds weird. <laughs> also, seems to be the worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think there was a lot of excitement about the fact that Barletta lost, obviously, right, to Casey right. for the Senate race. But it was like, hey, but over here right. is this guy who people know a lot less about, so he's going to fly way more under the right. radar. He doesn't have a national profile the way that Barletta did because of being terrible to all the immigrants in Hazleton. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so Muser, I think, has been even more of a Trump yeah. cheerleader. Sycophant. And yeah, yeah like all of those sycophant. things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's happening. With a lot less attention. Yeah. I think, you know what I mean? Like, people like us are going to be paying attention, but a lot of other people are like, oh, well, he seems fine. He looks like a Republican. What do you think? And there's that. You know what I mean? So yeah. people think that he's just okay, but he's really just as bad, if not worse in some ways. So, um, so they did a town hall. He showed up. For- okay, so they did this town hall, and then... A couple weeks later, uh, after he got some bad press for not showing up at the town hall, he did agree to meet. Now, he didn't agree to do a public town hall. He said after this meeting that he would, but he did meet with members of the School Kill Indivisible 
organization and said, you know, and they, they did say, you know, he was, you know, very like good to them. Like he wasn't a douchebag, which I do know that he has that tendency as well. Yeah, we oh, to be a straight up time in the debates. Yeah. Um, you know, so he was very good with them, um, made some promises, acted like he was listening to their concerns. You know, we'll, we'll see. I doubt it, but, um, but at least met with them, which is more than we got out of Lou Barletta in a decade. That's an, yeah. that's impressive. So I'm super impressed with them and like shout out to the amazing people who are doing that work in Schuylkill County because it's freaking awesome. That, that is, that's, yeah. that's, that's honestly incredible. Yeah, so I'll, I'll send you the like the links that they had shared after the yes, um, you know after their meetings and stuff, and it, it was really impressive. But that's my point. Like you can even if you know this area is not, and this has been I think like if someone just hit play on like the Jess tape recorder at this point, it would be like you're not going to win in these real heavily red areas. Like it's not something that like magically it's going to flip. Mm-hmm. But you can gain ground. You can make improvements. And I'm not saying that there's never going to be any wins, but there were a lot of people who were really surprised. You know, and I think there's a little, maybe a little bit of being na- naive um, that Denny Wolf did not win. Really? There's a, a shocking number to yeah. me, uh, to me, a shocking number. We're very surprised that Denny Wolf did not win. I was very surprised that Denny Wolf closed the gap okay. as much as he did. Okay. Because he should have, you know, if Been you looked at any of the numbers. Blasted out of He the... should have gotten like 20%. Yeah. And he got more than that. So, you know, these areas in, like, throughout the ninth. Right, we're in the ninth district now. Yeah, because redistricting <laughs> is cool. Things we um, guys, we move stuff is. around. I mean, to be fair, it is. I like the fact that our courts said. Mm, no, which is something that's elected statewide, which is fucking great for us. It is. Um, I also love that fact, um, but sometimes I forget that I'm not in the 11th district anymore, yeah, and yeah, I get yeah. real confused, and people are like, what? And I'm like, no, just kidding. I was just kidding. Ah, I know where I'm from. Remember, Shut up. Remember the maps? Now they're different. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah so we're in the 9th district, um, and there are really a lot of opportunities for people who might feel like it's super hopeless to be involved and there are opportunities for say you're a person who doesn't necessarily think your local democratic party is as responsive or as progressive as you'd like it to be right say that person exists i don't know who they are but they might exist Mm -hmm. i'm gonna reserve all jokes you don't have to. <laughs> Go ahead. It's really okay. Um, you know, my point is there are other ways to engage and to have an impact in organizations that are often a lot more welcoming. What are some of those ways? So I I do work with two other organizations. You know, and I'm, I say this as, you know, an elected officer in the local democratic party because i think we need all the things you know what i mean like the party's not going to get better if we don't try to make it yeah better. you and get if you don't if you don't like the direction of the party you get in and push your way into where you need that party to go exactly um but in the meantime yeah 
there are some really awesome grassroots organizations that have popped up throughout this, you know, north central Pennsylvania area that mm-hmm. we live in that for the most part is totally forgotten by the state and national democratic party. Um, for some reason, they think that Pennsylvania is only Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Mm. Um, but like, it's because that's where they get. There's like from? a whole bunch of us that like, like live here and stuff. Yeah, and in other places that aren't Philadelphia <laughs> or Pittsburgh. But if you seed that area and call it a wash, you're definitely gonna lose it. Yeah. If you at least try to make it better. It's not going to flip, like I said. You know, it's not. You're not going to see that whole. They, they call it the T. You know, you know, above the whole northern tier and down the center. It's pretty bad south of Pittsburgh as well, from what I understand. But um, if you if you don't try anything at all, it's definitely going to stay hard, solid red. Democrats need to run everywhere, not just for yes. the specific fact that if you don't run, you can't win. That's it. Uh, but also in the sense that if you don't run, you don't get that message out there. And sure, it might not be as, people might not be as receptive to it immediately, but as they hear what you are, where you are coming from, what you are trying to get uh, accomplished, and as they see what the other side tries to get accomplished, you, you, that is, that has a much bigger way of turning people from one to another yes it's a it's a long process but it's it's why it's for example why third parties like the green party or the libertarian party Mm -hmm. don't usually find success because they go at it from a very national standpoint and don't do it locally there are no sustained efforts in small communities Mm -hmm. and in rural areas especially run for for school board run for town council absolutely get your ideas there listen libertarians (laughs) i hate you guys but (laughs) i want you to know that that's probably your best bet to get your shit nationalized. That's it. You know, and the thing is, people pay a lot less attention to party on a local, local level, level than they do on a state or especially on a on a federal level. Um, but, like, so I've been involved with... So Action Together Northeast PA is an organization that came right out of the 2016 election with a bunch of people in Luzerne and Lackawanna counties who were like, well, holy shit, this is terrible. This is not us. We don't want this to be the way that our communities are represented. Mm -hmm. And came like right out of the gate, formed a 501c4, you know, grassroots organization that now exists in five different counties, endorses candidates, does all kinds of voter outreach, whether it's via the via phone calls, lots and lots of canvassing, um, lots of like postcards and mailers and, and lots of other things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and they just had a bunch of their endorsed candidates got elected. They had a race in Wilkesbury that the endorsed candidate did not win, but it went from a 70-30 gap 
to a 55-45. That's incredible. That's and that a, is huge. That is huge. And against and, an incumbent. And you, you know, take who is that, very popular. And you take that and push it to the next. That's it. You can continue. And I, I know it's hard when you don't get the win. Of but course. Sometimes Absolutely. It, but sometimes it is about chipping away at these Republican strongholds. Yeah. Because you're you're absolutely right in that you're not going to just flip it. Yeah. It's not just going to flip. Yep. You're not going to see a 70, uh, a 70, 30, or a, in some cases, 100, 0, because no Democrat runs. Right. You're not going to see that just flip to blue. Yeah. It takes, it takes time. It takes it effort. It does take time. And like... Again, another example. So another organization that I'm involved with is the Hub for Progress, which comes out of... So Action Together is more the northeast part of the state, and then the Hub for Progress is more based like in Lewisburg and more through the central, you know, north-central part of the state. Um, another example of a... Like a perfect example of a candidate who was running for her state house seat, Okay. Jen Rager K, who is also like one of the best people, like she's just an awesome person. Um, she ran. <clears throat> excuse me. She lost. She knew she was probably going to lose. She lost by quite a bit. Then, because of the issues with um, Tom Marino in Congress, the uh, state rep, state senator, state rep that she had run against, who was the incumbent, was then chosen to run for Marino's seat. Yeah. So she then ran again against the person who was running for this Not seat. Not an incumbent. Again. Not an incumbent, but a hand-picked, yeah. you know, Republican. And she lost. She lost pretty decisively both times. But the second time, she lost by 10 points less. That's incredible. That's huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and she's going to like keep running. For, she just got elected to the school board in, um, she's in Snyder County. Uh, so I, I believe it's the Sealands Grove. Uh, oh, okay. Stuff. That's, yeah. Okay. I know how red that is. Yeah. So like, these are the things that happen. But when making up 10 points out there. 10 points. Is incredible. You know, when you keep pushing and pushing and pushing in areas like ours, there are actual ways to see change, even though, and this is the other thing, and I think as, you know, we're all political nerds, we're not professional nerds like Damn. we want to be. I know. Someday. Limbaugh, someday. tell Some, me where I need to put that application in. Someday. But I think what I'm we need to remember off. is that not all victories are straightforward and not all victories are electoral in the strictest sense of the word yeah. you know what i mean where it's not just winning or losing it's gaining gaining I ground i grew up in this area i left and came back for there to be this many progressive you know really strong progressive organizations in my community and the surrounding communities is a huge win like, yeah. I grew up in Bloomsburg. There was no presence. The Democratic Party at that point, it, believe it or not, has gotten a lot better. At that point, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there have been improvements there. But if you had told me that there would be groups 
on the ground throughout all of these counties working for universal health care, working for, um, you know, we're doing work to protect reproductive health access, you know, doing work for all of these things. And like, it's just happening every day, whether you see it or not, like this work is being done every day and it's chipping away at all of these things that make it really hard to live here. If you had told me that when I was 18, 20 years old, I would have been like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. sure. Let me know when that happens. I'll sign up. And then it did happen. And I was like, oh, and shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to do this. I got to sign up. Yeah. But, but it's really Hypothetical important. me was very serious about yeah. this. I got to get it. I did. I'm like, all right, well, here, take over my life. But, but you know, like, what I'm, and the reason, and I, I thank you for, like, handing me this time because I said to you, I'm like, can I just come on and talk to people about how like there are really great progressive yeah. organizations that they can get involved with, especially if the Democratic Party is not your jam. Um and if it is, that's great. And you can also talk to me about that. But I just know that we need people. We need people all the time, but we need people next year especially. We need people who aren't just looking to do the please vote for this candidate we need we need manpower to talk to people about what issues they care about the most because that tells us how hard to push the candidates that we're then going to be talking to about endorsing and then also how hard we push in which areas for whoever is the eventual presidential candidate probably marianne williamson but we'll see (laughs) We'll see what happens. Probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Probably, oh, man. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Guys, she won the Don't nomination. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Could you, did you have any questions? No, I did not. Okay. I did. I, I, did, I, did I, was, I was being like, I was like bogarting the microphone and I didn't want. No, you're good. Okay. I did want to say that I found it shocking to see how much there actually is going on here. Like, the. It's honestly shocking, absolutely yeah. shocking, the, the progressive organizations we have. But it's exciting. It's, great. it's exciting because they didn't, like, there was work being done before, but there was never this level of organizing happening. Yeah. Um, I give Indivisible <coughs> a, huge, a huge amount of credit for that. So both of the organizations that I mentioned are registered as Indivisible groups. Mm-hmm. Um Columbia County Indivisible, which then joined forces with Action Together, um, you know, started out with like, oh my God, did you see this thing on Rachel Maddow? And everybody started talking about Indivisible after the election. And like, people just literally just met at Filet 18, RIP, uh, Filet. Oh, uh, I know. I went there like once and they had, they had cornhole in the back and it was dope. I used to go to Filet. All the time, and I'm very sad a lot that it's not there. Anymore. Like how we feel about good old days. Yeah, except good old I don't days. I feel sad about good old days, but I understand what you're saying. Good old days had like a big old like vote for Trump sign, so I'm not like I'm upset <laughs> that I don't. I'm upset for myself. I'm yeah, upset I get, that I like I don't have a place to go. I'm mm-hmm. not upset specifically that that it's not that place. Yeah, I get it. It's tough now. Like it's just West End or nothing. Studies Pretty much. Open. Studies only open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, and honestly, I'm not, 
I don't want to go to Cyber. Never mind. Actually, let me pause this. They have a. They have a. They do sometimes. They've had like a. They've had like a live podcast there. So I'm trying to. They're pretty. They're pretty progressive. They're you, fucking, might, you might want to give them some money. They're great. <laughs> They're great. I think you should go there. Yeah. And, yeah, I think you should go That's there. That's right. If it was closer and had a cover less often. It, wait, stop. Closer? How close do, do you need it to be? We are it's very not, close. Not well, we're not going further than West End anymore. We used to go to good old days. <laughs> right. We would take rides. Oh, yeah. uh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, Plus, I could sing at good old days, which was... I mean, you can sing wherever important. you want, girlfriend. You can actually sing at the study. The they study, do, yeah, the do. study has. It's on uh, a weeknight. Sorry, excuse me, just one second. Uh, um, this podcast has been brought to you by the study. They have <laughs> karaoke on Thursday nights. If you're looking to get your sing on, head on down to the study in Bloomsburg to do it, guys. Go ahead and just send that check to me, Terrain. Um, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, the study, by the way, uh, was the location of our very first uh, feminist power hour, mm-hmm. which uh, another one is. Being planned, it was supposed to be happening uh, very soon, and there was an issue that is for a different time. Oh no! Why that's not going to happen? <laughs> we'll tell you off mic. Off and mic. Sometimes yeah. we just need to remember that people are not as progressive as we would like them yeah. to be. But not anybody from the study because they were wonderful, and we they're will great. Be doing another they're great, there. and if they want to have a live podcast where I come in. And I talk about, I do this podcast live. Uh, that'd be great. We'd love that. Wouldn't we relish that, Katrina? Oh, I, that sounds terrible to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it with Jess. <laughs> that sounds, I love her honesty. That sounds <laughs> like, no. terrible to me. I'd rather die than do that. Like, please murder me. <laughs> Instead of making me do that. Mm. And that was, honestly, listeners, the look on her face said, mm-hmm. fuck no. Oh, oh yeah. That. The look on her face, the words from her mouth yeah. were like, no, I'm good. Yeah, it was the look on her face and the words that she said. Yeah. It was what? all of those things. So so say you're someone from Columbia County or, or a surrounding county, mm-hmm. and you are looking for a progressive group to... Join, help, uh, phone bank for, Kansas for, uh, do uh, do you have, um, so we have, we have, we have some names, um, we do, do we have some contact information and can we put that in the, we do, and can I put that in the bio so they can find that, yes, if you're in Columbia County, um, just like straight up contact me because I am, so the way Action Together does, it's a county structure. Yeah. So each county has a couple leads that are just sort of the point people for the county. Um, and I am one of them for Columbia County and also sort of by default Montour County, which doesn't have its own chapter, but it also doesn't have anything else at all. <laughs> because like, there's just nothing, ha- like the kind of like this, the county democratic committee is kind of like just doesn't exist anymore, I guess. So we get a lot of people from Montour County who are coming to us and being like, can we just do something? We need to move. I'm going to make this happen. Do it. (laughs) I have a list of names for you that you can contact. By the way, I I can't get her to do that unless I say, there is a karaoke bar in Denville. (laughs) And it's, and, no. (laughs) Is there? Oh, still, oh, no, I don't, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm trying to think of places in Danville. 
The only the only the barbell I know that does karaoke is the study. It's and <laughs> if you want to come by, I'm literally gonna tag them in this episode and be like, "Hey, fucking listen to yeah. this." I name drop you a bunch around minute thirty six. <laughs> um. So funny thing. Skip the first thing I and said. And I totally not... forgot that this is happening, but, and it's not confirmed. So maybe I shouldn't even say it. But we're doing like a holiday, like get together, end of the year, fun. Let's celebrate and let's get pumped up going into next year. Um, on December 11th, and we're trying to do it at the study. Hey! <laughs> but I don't have that confirmed yet, so... It's not like, confirmed don't quote yet! Me. Don't but, quote me. But, but that like, is... But, if you want to go to the study on December 11th, just cause... We might be there. You, we I'm might gonna, be, I'm gonna get terrain, terrain and Katrina there, and she's not gonna talk. Nope. But <laughs> she might go, and she might just try to sing. Who I'm knows? gonna... Because <laughs> she can sing anywhere. That's right. <laughs> She just like walks up on stage. There's like nothing happening. Like, she what just is she walks doing? up on stage and just starts belting. She's, I would I, be down for that, by the way. I mean, if you give me a line. <laughs> like Rob it's Thomas weird. and Santana. It's weird that she just got up and started singing, but. No one asked her to sing but we smooth. We support it. <laughs> I don't sing smooth. Oh, well, now you kind of have to. That's not true. Oh. You sing smooth. Not in public. Okay. <laughs> Okay. What's your? Give me your top three. Sorry. Yeah, go to karaoke song. Go to karaoke song. Sorry. We're gonna get, we'll get back to you in one second. Give me your oh top. no, I'm thinking about what my go to karaoke songs are. <laughs> give me your top three go to karaoke. Everywhere from Michelle Branch. Um, Good song. Love Michelle Branch. Probably um, a Cheryl Crow song. Which one? Um, there are two that I. Name them. First cut is the deepest. Okay, you know, first cut yeah. is the deepest. And I don't know what, what. I like to, you know, do some weird stuff sometimes. Like you do, stuff. like chop suey from. Oh yeah, that's a, that's it. Chop suey that's from Sister the Devil. That's number three. I love that. It's incredible. That's it my is. Favorite. It is I a marvel. I, I need to, to hear this. I once threw out my neck um, performing you... chop suey karaoke. <laughs> I started headbanging. <laughs> <laughs> performing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. It's a performance. So I also just remembered that we we had I had joked with some other friends the one night about how we need to do an action northeast action together northeast PA karaoke night and you were the first person that I texted when I'm like <laughs> we were all sitting around drinking and talking about this and I'm like I bet Terrain would come I'll be there Terrain will you and Katrina come and do some yes. uh, progressive yes. organization uh, karaoke absolutely and then which Hamilton song are we gonna do together yes we did talk about that so yes. that would be great with bells on I would oh, be there with bells on right so Stay tuned for further developments mm. on that. And we're probably, if we're going to do that anywhere, it'd probably be the study. At the study. <laughs> Guys, if they don't, like... Aren't they great? <laughs> if they're not, like, cool with me after this episode... I was going to say... <laughs> never mind. Yeah, no, don't no, say just, that. We'll wait. We'll wait and see how this, how this plays <laughs> how this out goes. for me. <laughs> but you're, you're on notice, the study. Sponsorship deals. You're on notice, the study. I'm now challenging you to invite me to do a podcast there. <laughs> Um, That's bold. What are it's your bold, but what, I like it. What are your top three? I haven't done karaoke songs? in so long. When was the last time you did it? Oh my god! No. Okay, a couple years ago, my when my best friend got married, we did karaoke at her rehearsal dinner. It was the best rehearsal dinner 
I've ever been to in my entire life. We had so much fun. Um, I don't even remember what I sang because I was a little tipsy by the time we started. That's the way it goes. If we're being honest. Uh, I know that my husband did Ice Ice Baby and we were very proud of him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, stop. Remember that. I know I got up on stage at a karaoke bar in Boston in college and uh, sang You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman with all my backup singers. (laughs) So that's a thing that does happen. Give me enough alcohol. Oh, <laughs> I think we need to. I think we need to like plan a karaoke. I mean, night. that would be fun. Like we need to just plan a karaoke night. Mm-hmm. No, I'm down. I think there's a place in Williamsport. Somebody mentioned. Well, why would we go all the way to Williamsport? We could just go right down to <laughs> the study. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Katrina, you gotta you gotta sound a little bit fucking happier about this. Williamsport. Williamsport would be fun. I do have a place that all of us can stay if we go to Williamsport and want to get shit-faced. Hear that, the study? We're challenging That's you. right. Put us up in a hotel so we can do care. <laughs> no? Am no, I overreaching? Good. No, it's okay, good. Okay, okay. We went, where did we go that we did karaoke? Lancaster. We were in Lancaster. We went to um, we went to Lancaster for the Renaissance Fair. Oh, cool. We stayed in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to go out that day, and we went to like some rooftop bars. But we first Lancaster's started. Lancaster's so fun. Like that yeah. little downtown area. Is so really fun. Nice. I used to live in Lancaster. Actually, did you? I did. Yeah, my brother lives there now. Look at that. So yeah, but Lancaster is it has a fun little party party scene downtown. And you did karaoke. We did. What song did we sing? Do you remember? Yeah, it was uh, "What's Up" for Non Blondes. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's a great karaoke. Tribute song. to Sensei. Um, <laughs> tribute to oh, Sensei. Respect. Uh, it was it was lovely. It was a fun time. It was a really lovely time. What's your go-to karaoke? Song? My go-to karaoke songs are, uh, let's say, um, uh, um, uh, just the way you are from Bruno Mars. Okay, that's a good one. Um, uh. Vindicated from Dashboard Confessional. Really? Yep. I, okay. I pop it back to the emo days. I... <laughs> um, and then... Do you cry afterwards? Yeah, I do. <laughs> if no one pays attention to me, of course Aww. I do. Um, and what what would you think my last one would be? Probably Maybe a TBS? Oh, Fall Out Boy. Probably, um, what? Uh, Either Grand Theft Auto or... Uh, yeah. Uh, Centuries? Cork- yeah, no, 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 the, the most famous one. Oh, Sugar, like, We're Going Down. Yeah, that one. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely Fall Out Boy. Yeah. I, I like to model my voice around Patrick Stump. It's, it's okay. fucking fantastic. Well, you know, everybody needs goals. Mm-hmm. I like it. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to have to do karaoke at some point. I agree. I agree. Coming up on the podcast. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> on a special karaoke episode of Alcohol of Things. That's right. We talk about... <laughs> the musical episode. <laughs> on a special musical episode of Alcoholics, we talk a whole lot about congressional subpoenas. That's right. And why uh, ignoring them is bad. Then we do karaoke. <laughs> um, what's I'm trying we... to think of a way to make that work and flow really well, so I'll get back to everybody on <laughs> I that. don't think there is one. There is. Stop lying. I yes, think there there's is. There's definitely one. Yes. What say we get to our next topic? Impeachment? Yes. 
So we have had um, day one and two of the impeachment here. Uh, the uh, sorry, the impeachment hearings. Uh huh. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. It's not. Um, we had on our first day. We had um, George Kent and Bill Taylor. George Kent is a um, longtime diplomat. William Taylor, longtime diplomat, including um, was uh, sorry, is acting U.S. ambassador to Ukraine. Um, I'm going to play a couple clips because they're funny to me. Yes, um, I, I support that. <laughs> uh, um, that was day one, by the way. Um, but um, so we have Jim Jordan, one of the um, lackeys for the for the Trump defense. <sighs> Out there, just kind of being a real dick about stuff. Yeah. And then we have Representative Peter Welch saying something that I think is oh, I quite amazing. <laughs> so let's take a listen. Mr. Welch. Uh, thank you. I'd say to my colleague, I'd be glad to have uh, the, the person who started it all come in and testify. Uh, President Trump is welcome uh, to take a seat right there. <laughs> a moment of levity in the impeachment proceedings i i think that it was it was one of the more memorable and like headline grabbable moments right. um and it was also a moment that is very very true it's absolutely the true democrats would welcome the president to come in and yes, explain please. to us what's going on with him Man, don't you wish we could just compel him to testify <laughs> there's no way we can compel him it to would testify. be amazing he Here's would incriminate thing. himself so many times, perjure himself. Like well, that's can't. why he has the Fifth Amendment that right. says that he doesn't have to incriminate But here's the thing. Remember when the Mueller investigation started? He wanted to talk mm -hmm. to Robert Mueller, and everyone was like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. No, 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 you can't do that. Seriously. So I do genuinely think, in, no. in the back of his, oh, no, I'm not saying he's going to okay. do it. But I think he wants to. No. Oh, I think he Do does. you really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You he think he wants to? Oh, yeah, he definitely wants to. That is now, let me ratings. Ask... Yeah, 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 yeah. All those cameras would be yeah. on him. I was gonna... There's no doubt in my mind that he wants to. I oh, I think everybody around him is like, no, 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 Absolutely no. Katrina, no. I was going to ask you specifically. Do you think he wants to testify because he loves hearing the sound of his voice? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Attention. I concur. Uh, that would just be a spectacle, and he loves that. So yeah, yeah. he so, loves just being on TV. Like, yes. that's what he really wanted. Why he wanted to be president. Yeah, he's like, holy shit, this is like a new reality TV, TV show I came all up the with. Time. It's yeah. called America the Show. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah. And this season, season has been rough. <laughs> this season is, is I don't like the writing this season. No, me either. I feel like a the lot of it's being done by Stephen Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so... Not ideal. So, um, to essentially recap, um, uh, George Kent, Bill Taylor came out and said, um, that they believe that the president was pressuring Ukraine, um, to dig up dirt on the Bidens, yeah. um, more specifically Hunter Biden right. and Joe Biden in order to thwart his, um, most, uh, prevalent political can't, uh, political opponent, yep. when truly all he probably had to do for that was just wait a while for Joe Biden to start talking to people. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> um, we had... I, th I thought the Democrats did very, very well. 
One thing that I think um, the Republicans had a very hard time of doing was um, consolidating their argument into why they're against this. Yeah. And it kind of, it didn't go well. I'm going to let... I'm going to let John Ratcliffe, a um, Republican, I'm going to let him explain what he thinks impeachment is about, question mark? Oh, boy. Will you Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Restore time to the clock to one minute. Uh, no, but you may continue 22 seconds. Fine. Mr. Ambassador, um, I think everyone knows that House Democrats have made up their mind to impeach one president. The question that we've just learned is whether or not they're prepared to impeach two. Because to be clear, if House Democrats impeach President Trump for a quid pro quo involving military aid, they have to call President Zelensky a liar. If they impeach him for abusing his power or pressuring or making threats or demands, they have to call President Zelensky a liar to do it. If they impeach President Trump for blackmail or extortion or making threats or demand, they have to call President Trump a liar to do it. I yield back. To, um... <laughs> That's any anything? I just can't even. It's so fucking dumb. They have to call President a President Trump a liar to do it. Uh, they have. Uh-huh. You know um, what? You know what that reminded me of? A Joe Biden debate. Performance. Oh no! Oh no! It did. Uh, yeah. it, it's like especially the end where he's like. Oh, I yield my time. My, my time. time's up. Oh, man. That's good. <laughs> oh, you're so right. And it's... that makes me so sad. Oh, yeah. man. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's not good. I, <sighs> But I, I do think, I think that's like, I think that was a example of where the Republicans questioning was. It, they, oh, yeah, they, for sure. I think with, with Taylor and Kent, for for some of them, and I'm, I'm going to just speak in, in a way that's like trying to be try this nonsense bullshit both sides of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they had, like, an argument that they could convey to the American people of these people weren't there. So there's, why are we taking their thoughts and blah, 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 because they weren't there. Yeah. But they tried so many different, like, weird arguments through it. They had no cohesive... No strategy. None. And they... None. Which is so weird. They picked one person to, like... Kind of be the lawyer up there. Well, well, hang on. Let's let's be clear. They had so Adam Schiff um, did this thing where in this they had forty five. So forty five minutes went to um, Adam Schiff and the attorney for the Democrats, and then forty five minutes went to Devin Nunes and the attorney for the (laughs) for the Republicans, and then everybody's mother Desmond. <laughs> buddy, you gotta chill out, buddy. Like you gotta do anything. He feels else. really strongly about impeachment. He's incredibly. He's like, pay attention to me. <laughs> um, and then, and then they're, um, and then <laughs> fucking Desmond's really ruining this for me. And then they got five. And then everybody got five minutes. Everybody in the in the like in the proceedings well, got five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like only Devin Nunes. By the way. That's fine with me if only Devin Nunez gets to talk. That guy's oh, dumb as that. shit. I support that for our side. Oh, because yes. that's the best thing that can happen. Because he's an idiot. But you know what's amazing? What? Like, I did see like some of those, like I have those couple relatives that I haven't unfollowed. Uh-huh. That's nice. Um, I have those couple relatives yep. that I haven't unfollowed. And one of them that 
I should just unfollow all of them. But one of them was like, here's Devin Nunes telling Adam Schiff how it is. What? And they posted some clip on Facebook and I was just like, why? What is wrong with your brain that you think that that's what <laughs> happened in that scenario? Like, I'd that's also, not what happened. I'd also like to point out that um, f- uh, former guest and um, current potential guest, uh, Neil, Neil Strine, uh, did say that uh, Representative Jim Jordan was his hero, to which you know he who, was... You know who I unfollowed a while ago? <laughs> Bring one Neil Strong. He needs to come <laughs> on the pod. No, I, and I love say it that with love. because I wanted to be able to say that I thought that Jim Jordan is like a guy who put in an application to be the henchman of like the Joker, but didn't get the job. So he had to go. <laughs> he had to go do some other random shit elsewhere. Yeah, I think he took it down because I couldn't find the post anymore. <laughs> um, but I. I think that <laughs> I think I'm that, gonna have to look. <laughs> I think I hope it's still there. I just couldn't find it, so that was my. But I think that day one was very hard for the Republicans because they had to go up against two people who have been nonpartisan diplomats. George Kent worked for I think he said five presidents, three Republicans, two Democrats, or what type? What I don't remember, mm-hmm. but. Um, like just unemployed, can't find it. Um, I like he he like they worked against like two people that had just unimpeachable credentials. That's it. They they couldn't. You can't formulate an, a a response to that if you are not one all in cohesive. Um, all in a in a unified front of what your attack is going to be. Right. And two. You, how do you get through fucking Bill Taylor's war stories are like, uh, are a media dream. Right. And I'm not saying that that's something that like needs to happen. No, but. but that makes it harder for the other side. Yeah. It, so to me, because I couldn't watch any of this in real time or I couldn't listen to it either. So what I have heard. Like, because I'm hearing all of it secondhand. I've seen some clips. I've heard some clips. But what I have heard is very disjointed attempts mm-hmm. where, the where as you said, the Democrats stood really, were really disciplined. Yes. And stayed on message. Adam Schiff said we need to be serious <laughs> as fuck. And they're, and they're, they're. That's good. They did. The old, That's good. They only did one thing that really bothered me and that was in day two. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, Okay. Um, but when you have witnesses like that, who are very, like, who are so sincere and Mm -hmm. who are such dedicated public servants, who don't give a flying fuck about the political stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, who made it very clear from the, the bits of their like opening statements and, and stuff that I heard that they they were willing to testify because they think this is such a serious problem. Yeah, they've both worked under Democrat, <clears throat> Democratic and Republican presidents, so it's not a political game to them the way that it is to so many other people. What? Because <laughs> you know, what do you? Uh, we we had talked about this. I think I think day one. I know you didn't get a chance to like immerse yourself in it the way that I did. Unfortunately, because I am a straight up nerd 
uh, hashtag Limbaugh Limba, Limba nerd. I'm a Limbaugh nerd. I I gotta say, you don't don't brand yourself like that. I, That's I not. It's not good. Oh, no, it, it implies something else. Yeah. Oh, it does. Oh, guys, let me just backtrack. He was just kidding. I was just kidding. Jk. I'm I'm not a I hate nerds. I punch Wait, nerds. Wait, no, no. Oh, no. The nerd part was no? fine. No. Okay. The limbo. Part, oh, I feel oh, like you want to oh. you want to think about that. Oh, I took a hard swing the other way. It went I took a totally hard swing. Totally wrong. The totally other wrong. way entirely. Okay, okay. No, okay, seriously. All right. Okay. <laughs> you didn't get to immerse yourself in it the way that like I did. What? But I did annoy you about like by talking. <laughs> <laughs> what were what were some of the things that you took away from your conversation with me? <laughs> what were your thoughts about how annoying terrain was? Yeah, that's really what I'm asking. Like, were you annoyed with what I was telling you, or were you like, cool? Like, <laughs> yeah. Now stop cool. talking. <laughs> it was. It's been a busy couple days. I really haven't had a time, a second to look at stuff. Yeah. Um, but. I, I just think it's pretty much what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Republicans look like fools. Democrats look great. It doesn't matter. To be fair? Well. To be fair, that's not what we thought. That that's not what all of us thought it was going to be. It was not I thought these, I, from the start, I wanted this impeachment to happen specifically for these hearings. I'll, so. I'll say this. I think that Democrats can look like fools. Yes. Even when they have the upper hand, yes. they've done it before. Um, they'll and do it again. <laughs> they'll do it again. I think for the most part they've been great um, in these, except for one specific thing in um, today's hearings. But today's Friday, November th- November fifteenth. Um, so we, it's just important to know that when I said today, I mean, Yovanovitch, yeah. uh, Marie Yovanovitch, the former ambassador to, to Ukraine, question mark. Right. Um, yeah. thank you. Um, what, uh, testified today. Um, one of the things that she testified, testified to, which I thought was pretty compelling was, um, during her testimony, um, President Donald Trump, who, said that he was too busy to pay attention to these, but is a compulsive liar. Um, what? Yeah. Get out. Weirdly enough. I had no idea. Weirdly enough, um, was tweeting about her <laughs> during the during the testimony. But Adam Schiff, smart enough to make sure to highlight it and bring it to the forefront. Okay. Let's listen to that real quick. I'd like to give you a chance to respond. I'll read part of one of his tweets. Everywhere Marie Ivanovich went turned bad. She started off in Somalia. How did that go? Uh, he goes on to say uh, later in the tweet, is a U.S. president's absolute right to appoint ambassadors. First of all, uh, Ambassador Ivanovich, the Senate has a chance to confirm or deny an ambassador, do they not? Yes, advise and consent. But would you like to respond to the president's attack that Everywhere you went turned bad. Well, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think I have such powers, uh, not in Mogadishu, Somalia, Somalia, not in other places. I actually think that um, where I've served over the years, um, I and others have demonstrably um, made things better, you know, for the U.S. as well as for the countries uh, that I've served in. Uh, Ukraine, for example, where 
There are huge challenges, including, you know, on the issue that we're discussing today of, of corruption. Huge challenges. But they've made a lot of progress since 2014, including in the years that I was there. And I think in part, uh, I mean, the Ukrainian people get the most, um, the most credit for that. But a part of that credit goes to the work of the United States and, um, and to me as the ambassador in, in, the United, uh, in Ukraine. Ambassador, um, you've shown the courage to come forward today and testify, notwithstanding the fact you were urged by the White House or State Department not to, notwithstanding the fact that, as you testified earlier, the President implicitly threatened you in that call record. And now the President in real time is attacking you. What effect do you think that has on other witnesses' willingness to come forward and expose wrongdoing? Well, uh, it's very intimidating. It's designed to intimidate, is it not? I, I mean, I can't speak to what the president is trying to do, but I think the effect is to be intimidating. I think that's very clear. I, wow. And 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 I wanted all of that to play. I, I I made that one longer than than the others. I did cut short some of um, Adam Schiff's fucking like really long pauses <laughs> like he took incredibly long pauses i'm like no 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 i need this to mm. yeah. but but i think that it's really important like you have someone who is um serving putting honestly going into a a foreign nation um putting themselves in harm's way absolutely to to forward the diplomatic um the diplomatic goals of the united states yep and you have this president bad mouthing her, not but like one of the things that was very clear in the, in in today's um, testimony was this isn't just like the president didn't just start doing this. Right. It was a concerted effort from the president, from some Ukrainian officials, some corrupt Ukrainian officials, and American officials, including uh, sorry, American Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Donald Trump Jr. jumping on to get her out of the way so they can can conduct their really nonsense corrupt dealings. You know, that's... I wonder why they didn't put as an acting ambassador another, like, sycophant. Why did they put in Bill Taylor after they did... All that work to get. I don't know. Did the did did Trump handpick the the acting ambassador? He has the power to. Does he not? Somebody in the Trump administration did for sure. But my thing is, was it or was it someone in the in the State Department? Well, if it was at that level, I think it would have had to have been the Secretary of State, who is a Trump sycophant. So I would have. I I agree. It is very surprising, unless they were trying to make it look like, well, here's this person who's you know, character and whose record is, I was going to say unimpeachable. And that's a weird term in this I context. I used it already. But, I also you know, used it already okay, earlier in this conversation. So that's the only more malleable than she was. Well, or just like that he wouldn't notice, you know what I mean? Like if he was working on but, other, listen, these people are also not all that smart. Because, like, we know... The diplomats? We know, not the oh, diplomats. Oh, okay. 
The Trump administration. I know that. Because, like, they've done, like, a whole bunch of these crimes. And we keep finding out about these crimes. Because what they do is they do the crime and, and then, then put, they like, talk a, about it on Twitter. Put a, they, put a, <laughs> they, they talk about it on Twitter. And on television. Then they na- and then they, you, and they add someone into the crime who is the CEO of Fraud Guarantee. So, like... We do crimes.com. You know what I mean? I mean, mean, basically, that's where we are. I feel honestly like that's really what the businesses of these motherfuckers should have been called. Yeah. Fraud guarantee, and I think the other one was Mafia Party? Like, I don't remember. What on earth are these people doing? (laughs) But yeah, like, I, I do agree that, like, making Bill Taylor the acting ambassador is an interesting choice unless they thought that if they put someone in with these credentials they could get away with what they were doing because look at this guy he's the ambassador we couldn't be doing any of these bad things Mm -hmm. with him as the ambassador Meanwhile, they were just hoping that he wouldn't notice all the shitty things See, that they were doing. I don't know. I need to know who specifically uh, put him in that post. Because I don't think it was the Trump administration. I, I don't. I, I don't think that's how that works, though. I don't think... They, they pick who it is. Not necessarily. The president has the power to choose the ambassador. Yeah. So but I don't, I don't think the... I, I, and, honestly, and, if you, and if you think that like he, they would have gone through the trouble to get her out and wouldn't have exerted influence to get... right. Like you still have to get someone else confirmed to that spot, right? You don't. Well, he's acting, so well, they and maybe right. maybe right. that was something to do with it. Maybe they needed someone who had already been an ambassador or or in a yeah. certain position who had already been vetted to do acting because yeah. they needed to wait. Because but it definitely wasn't anyone lower level than the Secretary of State who's going to do whatever he thinks is going to keep Trump. Happy and in power as long as possible. And and during the during the um, during the hearings, she had uh, said that the sec- I, she had talked to members of the State Department, I believe, including the Secretary of State, um, who said they were trying they were going to try to protect her from blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, the Trump administration. Um, oh, sorry, really? the the from Donald Trump, like like. They they needed her. She was yeah. a she was a credible voice in Ukraine. Um, corrupt uh, corrupt people in Ukraine were very opposed to her being there. Which is why she was pushed down. Which is why she was ousted. Yeah. It was a favor. It was part of the well, quid pro quo. Really, it wasn't. No, the, it was. Well, the previous president of the Ukraine was going along with. The plan about Biden, but he asked, or it wasn't, they wanted to get rid of this ambassador because she was tough on corruption there and he was a corrupt president. And then, you know, the presidency switched over in Ukraine, so that kind of screwed everything up. Right. That's, that's the story I've read. But I don't know if that's specific. I don't think that's specific. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that that anyone's right. Like she wasn't pushed out because she was um, working against Trump, or no, she was pushed out because she wouldn't go along with the with the that's Trump deal. That's not what I've seen. That's what yeah. the Democrats argued. Okay. Okay. The article I read said that it was because the Ukrainians wanted her out. 
They, so that they yeah, I think I, what but I maybe think I'm is, missing. I think well, both they, of those things can be true. both of those things. Yeah. I would yes, yeah. yes. I think it's a yes. It wasn't just yeah. the yes. It was sorry. I, I it wasn't just the Trump uh, uh, sycophants. It wasn't just the um, the Trump people who wanted to push that kind of um, that kind of uh, that corruption. They needed other actors for that corruption. Yeah. In Ukraine, which they had. Mm-hmm. So she had to go. Because fraud guarantee. I Seriously. It's too much. I can't get over yeah. how fucked up that name is. It's like, it's like, okay. Did you guys watch The Office? Yes. Do you remember when like, when like Michael, when they found the, the screenplay that he wrote? And Michael Scarn! Like, it's like Threat level of, midnight, it's baby! It's like all of the things that you wouldn't name something and like all of those things that were like super on the nose mm-hmm. and you're like, that's not how you would do it. Like, it's like if Michael Scott was writing this story <laughs> and it's like, we don't want anyone to think that it's fraud, so we'll call it fraud guarantee and then they won't think that that's what it is. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just those like, let's just go totally the opposite direction and they'll never figure it out. One thing I didn't like that the Democrats were doing throughout the day, which... And this is today? This is today. Okay. Yes, with Yovanovitch. Yeah. Um, they had named three officials. I'm not going to lie. I can't remember the names specifically. I think it was uh, Volker, Rick Perry, and some other jabroni. Um, and they... F- fact check that. That doesn't <laughs> sound true. <laughs> I think it's pretty true. The Rock says so. Um, they kept calling them the three amigos. Oh, God. Throughout... The testimony. Don't do that. To which one Democrat, whose name I can't remember, she called them the Trace Amigos. Stop it. And I was like, knock it off. And I'm like, I'm like, Adam Schiff told you guys to be serious. By the way, Adam, stop fucking saying the three Amigos. So he was doing it? He did it as well. And I would like, I would like for nothing more. Than for people to not do this. Yeah, don't do this. Adam don't. Schiff, if you're listening. Don't do this. And I know you are. Don't do this thing. I know you are, Adam. <laughs> don't do this. Adam. Because it, it, <laughs> It's not a good idea. Listen here, Adam. <laughs> like, it, it just, it undercuts the seriousness. Oh, for Of sure. what is happening. Yeah. And I'm like, th- like, this is, you guys are, you're pulling up. This is amazing. You are getting... Incredible testimony from incredibly credible people about something enormous. Don't cheapen it with stop throwing dumb fucking shitty names into it. Yeah, I agree. So I like my reaction to her testimony just in response to the president's tweets and and that witness tampering. Yeah. Like which Roger Stone was convicted of? Oh my god! It's almost like it's like a pattern <laughs> witness intimidation. Yeah. Um, like that was really powerful because, like, I I came basically. I went home after work today and basically changed my clothes and came here. Um, so I had I, all I had seen was like two headlines. You know, I didn't really know anything about it. That testimony was really powerful because yes. she 
Like, that's a real person reacting in real time. To the president. To a huge... Like, the president constantly does this to people where he puts them in danger and he Mm -hmm. puts targets on them. Like, in a situation like today where this was already a big deal and then he goes and does that, which, I'm sorry, it's amazing that he happened to do it to the woman who was testifying. By the way, kept quiet for Kent and Taylor yesterday. So I'm sure that's a coincidence. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just so gross to me that he did this. And, and I'm going to go way off to the side for a second. Did you guys see the thing at the Federalist Society dinner? No. Where they, where protesters, because Kavanaugh was speaking, mm. protesters put up a huge screen and were blasting Christine Blasey, Blasey Ford's Ford. oh, testimony shit. outside this venue. That's awesome. And then, and I read something on Twitter that I, I didn't have a chance to confirm whether or not it was true. Then they had people dressed up as the staff at this place going in and handing out pamphlets talking about how shitty he is. But anyway, like, I just think about that and, like, what a target that put on her. And I think about this woman who is this very serious diplomat. Like, the, Feared. the foreign, Feared by foreign no. service is not an easy gig. No. You know what I mean? And now... And she's not... I just want to... She's not just someone who's there... She's someone who's there and is known and is right. feared by and has corrupt a reputation for for being yes. very hard on corruption. Yes, you know, and it's just like it just like smacks you in the face how ridiculous this all mm-hmm. is, and the fact that you know again, the woman who was testifying, yes, of course, is the one that in the middle of it because this woman is challenging what he's doing. This is a pattern. We've seen it over and over and over again. That's the person that, you know, Target acquired. And then all of these people, you know, who are his supporters, you know, cult followers, whatever you want to call it, will go after her. And, like, now she has to live with that. Yeah. Right. But, Jess, what if she was a nasty woman? Hashtag nasty Oh, well, then it was fine. (laughs) Um, I'm surprised. I thought you were going to play the clip. Of Chris Wallace and what he said. Mm. That is great. Oh, I don't know. Chris Wallace went on. Chris Wallace, when I say went on Fox News, he is on Fox News. <laughs> yeah. My apologies. That's okay. But he, in in the lion's den, for some reason, I guess, covered himself in a big old helping of, of mm, other things that they eat. I don't know. Um, But Chris. <laughs> I was trying to do a guys. Give me. Let's stop doing the weird <laughs> terrain's crazy faces. No, but see, um, they wouldn't have known because, by the way, this is a podcast. <laughs> they couldn't see our faces. I keep which were identical. I keep. Well, they were. They were both the same. Like, is he okay? What is he doing? What is he doing? Where is this going? This this analogy isn't an analogy. It's not good. Um, no, but uh, Chris Wallace said, for all intents and purposes, I can't remember the specific yeah. quote, but, and he did preface it by saying, because um, this was after the 45 minutes of Adam Schiff and the Democrats, um, okay. he did say, um, if, and the rebuttal does get to come come later, but if you weren't moved by um, Ambassador Yovanovitch, you don't have a heart. 
Wow. He said this. He said wow. you don't have a pulse, which pulse. is the same thing. My apologies. Yeah. Implies the same thing, but less harsh. On, yeah, you're right. On Fox News said this. Katrina's a doctor. <laughs> I called her Dr. Myers <laughs> so many times. I, I can't remember how many times it's been the Dr. Myers. I have a heart problem, I'm coming here. <laughs> well, you might have a pulse problem, so don't worry. Too oh, much. okay. <laughs> I, I do think, I, I will say, uh, just to kind of like bring this to a close, mm-hmm. um, the Democrats have done a really good job of laying out what is going on, what should be, uh, what should be discussed. Um, they've been very steadfast and together um, in, their, in their questioning, um, in the information they're trying to get from these witnesses. I think it's great. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with the way the Democrats have been, um, have been dealing with this. Yeah. I, I, and I will say for someone who I am a member of the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. I will also say that I can easily see them, um, Picking up this ball, dropping it, throwing it all the way to the other side, yeah. and fucking ruining it. I was worried about grandstanding, and I, I, from all the reports that I've seen, and I haven't seen much today, but from the first day, that was not happening, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a huge leap that I was not sure that they would be able to, to make. So, that's great. Yeah. I thought it was lovely. I, I think that the Democrats have been doing a, a great job of laying out the facts, laying out what's important. And you can only hope that the American people see it. They're not going to. And let's let's be clear, this podcast as a whole does not think that the Senate is going to convict the president. Definitely not. Correct. But it is very important for the American people to see this kind of thing uh, as... This is what he has made, this is what he has made, quote unquote, normal. This is what he's been doing. Yeah. This is the regular occurrence of the Trump administration. Mick Mulvaney said it himself. We do this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. Well, and the fact that everyone is going, like, as more and more information comes out, which is going to continue to happen no matter what, every single member of Congress is going to be on record one way or another yep. saying this is unacceptable or yeah, it's fine. That's important for and the... And I think that that's huge moving forward. That's important for the House and I think it's a little bit more important for the Senate. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Katrina, I'm going to have you introduce this next one. It's our our guy. Oh, former... so exciting. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Massachusetts? Yes. Former Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick has entered the Democratic primary. Mm. How excited are you? Uh, DV? DV? Deval. Okay, Okay. I'm like, that's not how you spell Patrick. It's DP, baby. How stoked are you for Deval Patrick? Not. No. How stoked are you, Tarion? Not. I'll give you the time, though, because I've been, like, harping on for a while. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I know that you hate... I, I mean, what <laughs> more is there to say about <sighs> these idiots <laughs> for our nomination? Like, I just... That's <sighs> enough. <laughs> yeah. 
we have enough candidates and why do you think Deval Patrick is joining? We we've had I want to say I honestly can't even remember how many now. I want to say 467 people who are running for president. Uh fucking Mark Sanford dropped out. Why <laughs> why do you think Deval Patrick is running? I have no earthly idea. No, you can't <laughs> I mean, you I heard some theories floated around, but I don't I don't know if those are accurate. I Do just, you think any of them might be accurate? Maybe? I don't know. What it's do you think just, is accurate about Deval Patrick? He's not Former going governor to of be... Massachusetts, current managing partner at Bain Capital. What do you what do you think about uh the the theories around his run? I I don't really have any thoughts cuz it's stupid he's not gonna be our nominee i will be shocked if he even makes it to a debate like what's the fucking point of this do you think it's annoying that i called an episode like we our last episode was yay more candidates and then he fucking did this do you think that's annoying yeah he should have waited do you think yeah he should have done it before do you think he should have joined earlier so that this wasn't wouldn't have been like a fucking annoyance for us i think he probably should have not joined at all you could call this one Yay, even more. <laughs> I think we actually might. I or, mean, or yay, more candidates part two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I stand corrected. That's better. I don't Do think that. Charlotte doesn't like that. Charlotte Charlotte's is not voting Charlotte's, against that. Charlotte's not a fan of that one. Charlotte does not care for that. No, she's not a huge fan of that episode. Charlotte, that was Why? very rude. That was super rude, and please don't do it to me. <laughs> Sorry, I did th- I did drop her in your direction. You pointed, you pointed, you pointed the atomic weapon in my uh, direction. I'm like, I'm like appreciate that. Yeah, we need to it. like put spikes on our shoulders or something. Yeah, we need to start wearing just like wear pads, <laughs> like yeah. just get football gear. <laughs> I was gonna say we need to like wear like uh, like old punk vests with uh. the. Yeah, yeah, just like, I mean, that would like work too. get out of here. What did you think when you saw that? You. <laughs> what did you think when you saw Deval Patrick was running for president, Jeff? I thought it was great because we don't have enough people running. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Katrina. Uh-oh. <laughs> I... LOL. JK. Are you sure? That's not what I thought. What? Does anybody think he's actually going to get on the debate stage? I don't know. Is he trying to? I mean, he's he had missed, a great. I'm not. I'm, he obviously he can't make November, but like, yeah, is, he can't do you make think he will make November any? Probably he's joining. I want to say like, three months before a vote's going to be cast, and when we already yeah, the, have the, the Iowa caucus is what the first weekend, first week of February. And yes, then and and I New just Hampshire like is very very shortly. After. Yeah, like later in that week later, or the week next. Like, not long after. So you're... I'm not sure of the date, but... Me either. And I'd like to... I, I could probably figure it out. But oh, while, yeah. while I look for this, I would also like to say, again, this is a big... Um, this is a big thing for me. Uh, Iowa... Yeah, nonsense. The Iowa caucus is straight up nonsense. And shouldn't occur. Want to know why? People should be able to vote and then go home. 
Um, I had no idea you felt this way. Yeah, you I've did. not heard this <laughs> yeah, 17 but... times. Believe. Here's the thing. No, you've heard it like twice. Well, hang no, on, actually, no. Definitely more than twice. Tw- more than twice, but on this podcast, I think like twice. On this podcast, I'd say at least three or four times. Well, let's be honest. You also got mad at me about how often I talked about that motherfucker from Illinois that I hate oh so much. But... I, I tamped that down. Yeah, let's tamp down Iowa. Until actually it's I'm talking about Dan goddamn Lipinski. He's just the worst. He's the worst. I know. I know. Ugh, it's like, be, be the be worse. Anyway. um, I So, I don't understand the Volpine. I have no idea. I don't get it. I have some thoughts, but none of them really track. Like, no. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just think, I think the donor class is still looking for someone. Yeah. They're entertaining other bids. And like, wouldn't it be great if it was someone from Bain Capital? Yeah. So that's... Yeah. Because, because we want it to, to be like our arguments that we made were just dumb. Yeah. And didn't matter. Yeah. Like, he... <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. And I liked Paul Patrick. Yeah. You work... At the place we criticized Mitt Romney for working at. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> like, yeah. how does this? How does this differ? I don't know. Well, I, and I and I really. So. It's two things for me, right? Where like some of it, I think, is coming from the presidential candidates. You know, the more progressive presidential candidates saying, you know. The problem is the the wealthy elite and the you know billionaire class and that sort of thing, but also you look at the Trump tax cut, which you know, air quotes right there. These are the people. Well, I, I would call it. I would still call it a t- Trump. I would. I'm sorry. I do apologize for getting off. Yeah. I would still call it a Trump tax cut, but then in parentheses I would put four billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> or for the wealth corporations. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um. But you know what I mean? Like where some of the strongest messaging out of the first year and a half or so of the Trump presidency came from that Mm -hmm. and what that did to so many people and who it helped, which was billionaires and big corporations. Mm -hmm. And I look at this and say, this is not the right person for this time. No. And if, if he wanted to run later or I mean he made his choice to go and work somewhere oh no I know what you do you get down um that was Charlotte that was good no that was good You're right. I, yeah you listen, got that I knew she I was saw you around. watching for her. I, I, I you were very alert dumb. you were alert AF I have cats <laughs> I know how this goes don't you don't you try that nonsense That's right. Here. Get up on that table. That's right. Um, she's like, oh, I can't believe that just happened. I'll but, get that bitch someday. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Damn, I know she's coming back. I'm fucking coming for you. you think I'm not When's that next you? fucking debate? Ooh, you just wait. You just wait. I don't know if you're going to be on the debate episode this next weekend, but I'm going to crush you. Yeah, if you if you can't, that's okay. No, but, I just didn't even think about it yet. Yes. We'll talk. I, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, to me, I, it's just, 
Like, he made that particular choice to go and work there, and that's fine and whatever. Make that money. Make that money, do your thing. But we're talking about this now where that is going to be that and and really, you know, trying to slash the Affordable Care Act were the two things out of the beginning of the Trump presidency that really resonated with people and pushed so many Democratic candidates both in the special elections and then in the in the midterms. Yeah. Like campaigning on those issues really made a huge impact. So in a race that already includes, you know, two freaking billionaires, one of whom at least has some government experience. Wait, which which two? Steyer. Steyer. And now Michael Bloomberg. I only he only uh, filed for Alabama. We don't even know. No, shut up, Terry. <laughs> Sit down. No. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, dude, I feel like... I'm, like, so annoyed with him. Like, Michael Bloomberg, I was never a fan of anyway. But Deval Patrick, I'm like, okay, you could say you're making positive impacts at Bain Capital. Okay, fine. Do that. Run later, where I think he could have yeah. some really good shots of. I think doing a lot of people things. in this race would be great down a the different road. Different time, but my thing is, and I here's where I'm here's where I'm gonna sound like I want this giant uh, like carnival of people to be there, and I don't. Mm-hmm. But I I do want I want. To have one a variety of candidates to pick yeah. from, which I feel like with this field I do. We already do. <laughs> I'm like Sometimes I do too much variety, Marianne Williamson, but it's fine. Yes, it's fine. I mean we're fine, Joe Sestak. But if you wanna <laughs> like, I feel like one I want a, a variety of people. Two I want people of different backgrounds, mm-hmm. which. And three, I just don't want a bunch of white dudes anymore. So, like, like I'm... For for part of me, it's like, oh, that's great. What are you doing? She's she's stuck. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) We're gonna... Oh, no. Well, we're back. Um, (laughs) Uh... Katrina, do you want to? <laughs> that was mean. Nah, no, it's fine. Do you want to tell? You want to? You want to tell everyone what happened? What we did? Well, Charlotte. We had to chase down our cat because cats are weird. Let's move on to our last topic. It's all better now. Everything's fine. It's all fine. fine, and that's all. That's what's important. It's all fine. We have one more topic. That topic is our final debate. That it, well, sorry. Our debate that is coming up. God, I wish it was the last time. That would be amazing. <laughs> I know, I really, I really ruined it. I'm sorry. Um, Thanks. Coming up next week. Well, Jess, now, Katrina and I both know. I wrote it down. So, this is sort of for you. What? Who's in the last debate? Next debate. Who's in the next debate? You keep saying I last keep debate. saying last <laughs> I'm trying. made it so. I'm not. I'm trying not to make it that like what I want. But who's in the last debate? Next debate. Who's in the next debate? <laughs> Jesus God. I got it. I got. Leave this in. Who's 
Oh, man. Who's in the next debate? Okay, so can I say that I know that Tulsi Gabbard is in? Yes. That's one. And that makes me feel really sad. Because I'd rather talk about the person that I do think we probably all think should be in who's not in. Yeah, if you'd like, what we can do instead is everybody from the last one is in. Yeah. Except. Well, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Except for a couple of people. Well. Who are those people? Julian Castro. And? Well, Beto O'Rourke dropped out. And Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. That's right. So everybody from the previous debate, other than the Texas boys, are out. It, listen, when I saw the list of who was going to be on the stage Mm -hmm. and realized that Tulsi Gabbard is one of them, and Julian Castro is not one of them. Like, the blood literally boiled in my body. I agree. Like, I I don't know what her freaking scam is, but it's something. <laughs> like, I don't can, know. Can I, I just say? We just might have Hillary Clinton to blame for this. I mean, I don't... I honestly don't disagree with you. Like, if... Ju- just let her go. Her campaign is... Failing. Yeah. Let her go. And it was failing just fine. Yeah. And then you put the fucking Clinton megaphone on it. I and mean, now like, it's a whole thing. I like you. Not everybody. Exactly. A lot of people don't. Yeah. Don't fucking say shit. Just be real quiet about stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Are you. What did you. Th- did you. Do you think that Clinton played any part of getting Tulsi into this debate? Yeah. You like you think it was because of the Clinton spat? I think it's got to do with people like people who want to be purposefully like against contrarian. Yeah, contrarian. That's that's part of it. Um, I think right wing people who maybe are slipping into these polls are going yes, Tulsi <laughs> like. I, I just think it's it's not a serious thing, but what do you think it does have something to do with Hillary? Before we go back to the debate, to the uh, debate and what we want from it, what do you think Tulsi Gabbard? And I'm opening that to both of you. What do you think that Tulsi Gabbard brings to this race that other Democrats don't? <laughs> Nothing good. Like, <laughs> I think so. I think her only real selling point is that she is a female veteran like i do think that that is that's yeah that's big that's That's very big beyond that i see nothing she doesn't carry like the weight of a large state you know what i mean like she's she's come from hawaii i mean you're gonna talk shit on hawaii i'm not problem with me i'm not but i am gonna talk shit on the number of electoral votes that hawaii gets which is Spoiler alert, not many. Yeah. yeah, but if that was the case, then we should only care about... Oh, no. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, it's not like that's yeah, an yeah. argument for I her. I get you, I get you. I it's get you. not like she's got this huge base in Hawaii that's going to turn out and vote for her. Like, no. that's not a she, thing. I mean, honestly, she said she wasn't going to run for her house seat, mostly because she might not want her exactly. house Exactly. Um, she really irritated the shit out of a lot of female activists who feel really strongly about reproductive rights Mm -hmm. 
with her answers from the last debate. She has a really fucking strange foreign policy that no one seems to understand where she's at. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I seem to get it, and it's all bad. Like, it's very bad. I get it, though. It's easy to get. Look. I mean, what is she against? Uh, the de- the deposing of Bashar al-Assad. And Regime change war. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't just say that. I know. How many times me. do we think she'll you say it in this me. I know, I fucked up. I, I had it, I just, I, I just, oh, man. Just let it go. But, I don't, I haven't seen other, like, even in the other debates, I haven't seen responses from her that were compelling or that captured anyone's attention like i don't know if i have to listen to her try to question elizabeth warren all debate yeah, again yeah like i'm gonna be real pissed off yeah oh my it's God. just all very weird yeah i mean no i'm i'm with you both in in the sense that i think that tulsi gabber doesn't really have um something that's for the de- like for this democratic party yeah. I don't know if, if, if and, and I... She's like the Jim Webb of this. She's like the Ron Paul of, of the Democratic yeah, Party, yeah, who yeah. endorsed her. Yeah, so that's a sign. <laughs> I, well, and I, I mean, so, David Duke endorsed her, so... so. Well, I mean, I, and I, uh, what, can I just, I actually, I actually, I, I really... When I hear that the, the, the KKK and specific people in the KKK endorse somebody, it really, you have to look at the body of work to see if that's actually a real thing. Because you, you I, you, I've seen, I I've seen. I think I understand where you're going. I've seen in 2016 where someone from the KKK said that they endorsed Hillary Clinton for the presidency. Yeah. But none of the, none of the other stuff tracks. Some of this stuff tracks, and it's good. Yeah. But I don't. I don't necessarily think that that's that that's the case because truly, I don't necessarily think the KKK is going to endorse a woman, and <laughs> not true. one named very Tulsi DeBoot, and not white, right? So yeah, I also think so. Something that was really interesting to me: one of your episodes from a couple weeks ago. Where you were saying... Wait, like, you were interested playing, by one of our episodes? I was. <laughs> playing the game of who endorsed who. Ooh, oh, that was last God. week! So, the <laughs> fact that Joe Rogan... Yeah. Uh, right. Exactly. Is now supporting Tulsi Gabbard. I was like... How's that... That's uh, surprising to you? That... Not really surprising. I just didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But when you said it, I was like... Oh, yeah, that makes all the fucking sense in the fucking world. You know what I mean? Like, there that's a real specific class yep. of individuals who's listening to that crap. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. a huge following, I too. Know. So that's, who, that's who I'm thinking all these supporters are. I mean, I mean look, yeah. Joe Rogan on the podcasting world is straight up God. Oh like, yeah, he's huge murdered. platform. It's like huge his platform. huge, huge. Yeah. I don't know what it is about. I don't understand it. Yeah, I I wish more people who were like like listen to pod, like my podcast. Yeah, listen, Joe Rogan listeners. Hey, oh no, no, don't, don't. don't they're do gonna just kidding. I was just they'll kidding. bury my podcast. They'll yeah, bury it. They'll straight up. Well, they're bury not listening it. anyway, so they didn't just hear that. Right, because so if they good. did, if they did. They'd bury it in dirt. 
Kendrita, would you agree? They'd straight up murder our I podcast. I don't even know how you think that would work. Oh, well, well, they would do... Remember how the one guy uh, posted that review on our podcast that said that it was like yeah. listening to... Oh, that was my Oh, you think we'd get bad reviews? Uh, I think and that get... would stop our regular 15 listeners? Ah, we got like... We actually have more than 15, which is surprising to me. I'm, I'm very surprised. 16. <laughs> yes, it's 16.3. No. <laughs> um, we have more than 15, which I'm very shocked by. Um, Me and, too. And thank you all for listening. I, I, got a, I, got a, I got a snap from Drew. Like, not so, By the way, happy birthday, Drew. I got a snap from Drew, with, <laughs> who said that he was a long-time listener, and uh, then had his dog talk for a bit. <laughs> cool. It was I loved it. It was cute. Okay. Lucy's adorable. Okay, I believe. I'm well. Hang on. She challenged the listenership of the podcast. I had to like give some real examples. Okay. Oh, so yeah, it's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> the dog listens to the podcast. Well, right, right, right. I mean, okay. the human, but also the dog. Okay. I'm mostly. Does that count as a Drew? Love you, listener? Drew. Love you. I'm mostly talking about this dog. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm talking about one listener, and that's Lucy. Okay. The dog. <laughs> the dog's the best. Okay. She, so sweet. So Aww, beautiful. that's cool. The great well, it's listener. good that she listens to the pod. So, guys, the debate. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. What Looking do, forward to it. Now, it's from um, it's from NBC. Or MSNBC, MSNBC and, and the Washington, Washington Post. Post. So, so MSNBC and Jeff Bezos are putting on this debate. It's great. What? I like it already. What? What um, are the things that you want to come up in this debate? Like we we have debates, and we're gonna we're obviously gonna have the obligatory. I want to say based on how it feels to me, sixteen hours. and a half hour conversation about. Healthcare, Medicare for all versus public option versus Medicare for those who want it versus Medicare for America Medicare for all but not for all. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. No. So so can, can I be put to sleep during that part and then awoken when it's done? Yes, I would like to have that and too, please. Thank when you. you're awoken, what would you like for the conversation to be about? Reproductive rights would That's be correct. great. Because the, right the last conversation was awful. What are you looking for candidates to say? What, what well, are you... we already had this conversation during the last debate, so I don't want to rehash it. But I mean, more about access, more about education, not just about abortions and like Roe v. Wade, because that's not what the actual needs are. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't even, like, I just don't want to hear the same conversations. Like, they can't have planned for 12 debates and just plan to talk about the same topics and have the same conversations over and over again. Oof. See, I think your problem is you think they plan conversations. Right, that's, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't think they yeah, did that. That's valid. Yeah. <laughs> I just need some, just... something different. What do you want to hear in the next debate? You uh, so so well. I'm assuming you're on her side with this. We're gonna put you to sleep for the healthcare debate. Yeah, put me to sleep By the for way, let's until be until they start talking about reproductive health, and then which is which is healthcare. Thank you. You you got that. Yeah. 
And so when you wake up after that, after that, what do you want to hear? I mean, about where there's been at least in the last two debates, no substantive conversation about climate change. Yes. No substantive conversation about education. There oh, I don't know been... if we want to go there again. Right. <laughs> Record players. And oh, yeah, Venezuela. that's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just because the last one didn't go <laughs> yeah. well doesn't mean it's not something that they should be talking about. Just maybe yeah. turn Biden's microphone off at that point. <laughs> Because I think that could be a good idea. But there's, like, there's so many issues that are not being discussed. Like, that's the thing. Like, I just picked two. And, like, even the education conversation didn't get into any of the real problems with the educational system. What do you mean specifically? What do you want specifically? So, there's been no conversations about how the way the public schools are funded is inherently unequal. Like, it's so drastic when you have property taxes funding schools. That is automatically setting some schools up to be extremely um, well-funded. Yes. And they're going to be able to pay their teachers more. Teachers are going to want to stay and all of those things. You know, and then you have other school districts in not wealthy areas that are going to have, you know, obviously the exact opposite of that. Right. And teacher turnover is going to be huge. The, the truancy rates and dropout rates are going to go way up. And that's just, it's not a system that is working for so many kids throughout this country. Mm-hmm. And... When you have, like, the rise of cyber schools and lots of other different options that people don't totally, I think a lot of times don't totally understand, too. And then you have, like, the debate about charter schools. And it's like, well, is this a good thing? And it's like, charter schools may be good for certain students, but it's not a good fix for the educational system. As a whole. Exactly. Because it goes right back to, yes, it's helping those kids. Right. But it's not doing a damn thing for so many other kids who aren't given the opportunity to have that education. And you can have the same, it's it's a same but different conversation on a higher education level too. But none of that is being discussed. It's like, well, we need to, you know pay our teachers more and we need to which absolutely and I totally agree that <laughs> yeah. you, you sounded very I'm like whoa no, hang but on like, that's what, like they use the same yeah. talking points yep. over and over again and it's like yeah we do need to pay our teachers more we need to make sure that that schools are well funded and that kids also have opportunities to do other things connected to their schools but th- those are not the main problems. You yeah. have to look at the root cause of why they're not properly funded in the first place. Which, right now, is like a super easy thing to do when you've got a secretary of education who is totally opposed to public schools. Yeah. So. How? I mean, she's been great. So. She's cool. She is cool. But like, those are the types of things. Like, n- none of the conversations about education record players notwithstanding, have gotten to the root cause of what the the, problems are. Yeah, that's a problem with most of the things they've talked about. It's, there's no, and when there's 
10 people on the stage, it's yeah. really hard to get to the substance of anything. It's sure. all talking points all the time, yeah. and it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Terrain, what do you want to hear? I want to hear more about criminal justice reform, mm-hmm. and I want to hear more about it in a very specific sense of how we are going to combat um, what we have done with the war on drugs, quote-unquote, and how that has disproportionately repre- uh, disproportionately imprisoned minority people, and what these candidates plan to do about that. Yeah. We have... States that have uh, that have legalized what was previously criminalized and truly previously criminalized for only minority people. That's it. Yeah. Because um, the rates of of drug use was the same for um, everyone, but minorities were yeah. incarcerated at a higher rate. rate. Of imprisonment was drastically different. Crazy. I don't know why, it's but weird. <laughs> like. I think that I think that that needs to be a a very big topic. If we're if we're talking about what's going to bring people of color out, I'd very much like to hear how we can stop um, discriminating against them and um, putting them under in, in danger and uh, X, Y, and Z. I think that's I think that's my um, that's the thing that I want the most in this. I want to hear what. Candidates are going to do not only to end the drug war, but what candidates are going to do to stop specific states from continuing that drug war and what they're going to do about the people that are incarcerated and how they're going to deal with that. I, I, one of my things that, I, that, I, that, that, really, bu- that really bugs me is um, the fact that people can, like... Black and brown people can go to prison in Colorado or could go to prison in Colorado for the same thing that is making some white people rich in Colorado. Mm-hmm. That to me is fucking bananas. Yeah. Because you hear a lot about the about, about the cannabis revolution, how it is making people rich, and usually those people are white. <laughs> Which people? And it's, it's infuriating. Yeah. So that's what I'd like. In a purely selfish uh, way, I I want to hear about this. That's not selfish. I wa- no, it is for me. I want to hear about it for a specific reason. <laughs> like not well, no, not because I'm trying to start like a Breaking Bad situation in <laughs> but like, but but I, it's, I'm curious though. Why do you feel that that's a selfish reason? Because I am literally only thinking about it in the sense that. Uh, minorities are just straight up fucked from it. And it's nonsense. Do you think it's selfish for a woman to be No, no, listen. No, it's not. No, it's not. So yours isn't either. Shut up. No, that's, but I don't see that as being selfish. That's That's why. It's a huge disparity. Well, that's how I felt personally, but I don't have, I don't have a bunch of like, I don't have a bunch of minority people to it's talk like to about it. If like I a, know what a it's gay like. person is fighting for, you know, equality. Sure, yeah. They're being selfish. Why are they being so selfish. fucking selfish? Jesus, oh sir. <laughs> wow. What a crazy how, thing to say. How did I get bad about this? <laughs> no, I'm saying I because my because my thing is I I do believe that there are a lot of important things sure. that could be talked about. 
Mm-hmm. Um, one of which is the fact that the Earth is on fire. Like literally, <laughs> the planet's on fire, and and we're all affected. That's by gonna that. affect. But that one. wasn't my number one thing. Yeah, that's why I think that that's selfish because uh, yeah, no. the, because the Earth is on fire and we could all die. But I'm like, but like, why are you guys, you know, convicting brown people though? Yeah. No. Like, that to me is, like, my, like, the thing that I find the most important right now. And um, that's why I say it's selfish, because truly, if your answer, uh, uh, let me, let me. Yeah, yeah, keep going. <laughs> I don't know, uh, It was good, but you may have just turned her on you, but. <laughs> I, I, I just, yes. I, oh, wow. I'm out. What do you got? <laughs> no. no. Okay. <laughs> so. But I don't see that as selfish at all. I think asking the question of what do you want to see, like that's inherently, and, and I'm just going to use your your term of being selfish. Like, What do you want from this? Like my answer, like if I could get all the presidential candidates, not all of them because there's a thousand, but if I could get... <laughs> I don't have that much time. Yeah, if I could get these presidential candidates, not Tulsi, but Julian Castro up on a stage to talk about reproductive justice for three hours, I would not have the same response to, oh, God, I have to watch a fucking debate. I'd be like, let's fucking do yes, this. Yes, I agree. You know what I mean? Where, I agree. And I think that that's where, like, because that's something that, I mean, it doesn't even affect me in the sense that, like, my situation doesn't change, right? Like, I'm a white lady. I've got, you know, I do okay financially, so I'm fine. My kid is fine. You know, I have a stepdaughter who's 21. Like, she will be fine. But, like, it affects so many women. You know, that's what my instinct, because, yes, healthcare affects everyone. Education affects everyone. Climate change, for sure. Climate change is going to discriminate against no one <laughs> because we're all gonna die well, at some point. except anyone you who can to andrew yang uh, yeah go get, up that fucking get hill. to the hills thank you go up that hill but um you guys can come to my house uh it sits on a hill way better spot than your house just gotta say we'd be in the flood zone it's, fam it's not great so we got my evacuated house twice, is fam. Up, is up on a hill, so you guys can just come over. It'll be fine. We'll we'll hang out. We'll watch movies. It'll be good. We can bring but the four cats. You can bring the cats. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good. The one seems to be a little bit of a demon, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll no leave problem. Charlotte here. She'll fend for herself. Oh <laughs> no! I'm that's sure sad. she could. Here's the thing. I mean, she probably would be okay. I'm like, I'm like, guys. <laughs> If if she if Charlotte was here in a flood with just one human being, she'd be fine. Yeah, she wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think we do need to talk about the issues that affect certain groups of people because it's a given. It's it's being treated as a given that we're going to talk about the larger healthcare debate. We haven't gotten into the inequalities of that healthcare yeah. debate either. Yes. Which, you know, is a whole other conversation. If we were willing to do that, I wouldn't want to black out for that whole time period. But instead, we're talking about Medicare for all versus all the things that, that Katrina mentioned earlier where it's like, oh my God, please shut the fuck up. Right. Like, we get it. 
Your plan's gonna right. cover this many people. Your plan's gonna cover this many people. Right. We know where you're at with that. Yeah. We don't need to continue the discussion on that. Exactly. We know. We know where we are. Yeah. Let's talk about things that are going to affect other people. Exactly. Where my argument would be, there hasn't been a substantive conversation mm-hmm. about reproductive justice. No, there has not. There has not been a substantive conversation about criminal justice. No, there, there has not. not been a substantive conversation about LGBTQ rights. No, there is not. None of those things, which are always, it's like kind of funny, like what we're always accused as Democrats, like it's all identity politics, which is right. like everything's identity It's politics. identity politics, it except we don't, except that's not what comes up in the forefront of democratic politics. Exactly. When it comes down to it. Yep. So it's just like, those are the things that like, we circle around and like somebody gets like a good buzzword in every once in a while, but no conversations. I loved look, and I I'll, I'll agree that I am one of those people that like when when um, Julian Castro in one of the early debates. By the way, uh, fucking oh, please come back. Um, when in one of the early debates when he had said um, he talked about reproductive justice, not in just terms of not just terms of Oops. like. Like he t- talked, like yeah. right in in quote in unquote the, women, yeah. But like he talked about it, like like tr- the, trans community the trans community is also yeah. a part of this fucking discussion. Let's fucking bring them into this, yep. and like that was perfect for me. And that was the only time that has been addressed. Agreed. At all. Agreed. Can I just also say, um, Joaquin Castro was <laughs> Joaquin Castro was um in the um in the hearings. Uh, in the impeachment hearings. Was he? He, oof. Here's the thing. <laughs> I was at work. Uh, I oh, was looking at my screen. Oh. And I like, I like popped down and just looked real quick at my, at my phone. And I went, what? Because he said, Mr. Castro, you have the, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I lost my mind for it. Like, I would say it like a fraction of a second. I'm like, holy shit. He's there. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love him. I wish he would. I wish he He's probably going to drop out. He's going to drop out. Yeah. yeah. He'll he's, be a, he's not going to be one of the people hanging on forever. On. I really think he will, would make an excellent vice president. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Then president. So would, so would Lin-Manuel know. Miranda. Playing either Joaquin or Julian <laughs> Castro. Whomever you are. I would support are. it. I would support it either way. Um, In closing, I hope this debate's good. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I really hope I don't this know if it can good. be good. I don't think it will be. Though. No, <laughs> it's such a well. Dread. It won't be after the we start with a. If here's what I'll say. Guys. Here's what I'll say. I've said that, I've said like I've given like real blanket statements about this about other about random stuff, mm. um, including if a prominent Democrat comes out and says they're not running, I will support them wholeheartedly. In the twenty whatever twenty four election. Oh, that's when Kanye's running. Cool. As a Look, Republican. Don't give a shit. Great. Eric Bauer should be his vice president. If Eric, <laughs> I, look, guys, I'm not kidding. If Eric Bauer comes out to mock, well, no, sorry, I said prominent Republican. Uh, sorry, prominent Democrat. Um, yeah. but I will say this: if we start the debate with anything. Other than the obligatory, here's what your health care plan is. Elizabeth Warren, you said you're not going to raise taxes on the middle class to pay for your health care plan. 
You put on a plan. By the way, I don't think See, you... See, now I feel like they set it up because they they hammered her and hammered her and hammered her. So now it's like, well, now she does have a fucking plan. I think you posted this. And I, I think that... I, I saw this elsewhere, but I, I'm pretty sure you posted it. Probably. Where with Elizabeth Warren, we are so fucking like... You need to tell us exactly how you're going to pay for this exact thing. Yeah. Oh, Donald Trump, how are you going to pay for this wall? Mexico! Yeah. All right. Yep. On your way. (laughs) Like that. Yeah, it's, it's, okay, great, Mexico, and then we'll give you, like, two straight days of free media. Free media, Bob. You know. I mean, honestly. It's ridiculous. Elizabeth, just say that Mexico is going to pay for health care, and let's see how this goes. Yeah. I mean, at this point, Fox, CNN, and MSNBC should put you on uninterrupted, or at least just a shot of where they think you'll be. <laughs> you might be <laughs> for for hours. For oh man, that's like so. Our my cat that is no longer with us, but he used to just stand at the door, like waiting for us to come home. And then if we used the other door, like, you knew he felt betrayed. Like, <laughs> I was at this door. I was waiting for you. I thought that that's where you were going to be. And then I would get the food. And you came to this door. How could you do that to me? But I do feel like those are sort of like the CNN cameras just on, like, a spot on the stage at a Trump rally. And then if he, like, stands over there, they're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Fuck! Trump. God damn it. <laughs> Now we have to... We're ready over here. Now it's a whole other... Now we have to move our cameras slightly to the left. God. The fuck is this? Oh. Katrina, do you have any parting things before we go? Um, anything. I mean... I just, you know, I'm going to hate watching this debate, but (laughs) I do it for you. Podcast (laughs) listeners. Wow. She does it for you. So listen to the podcast and honestly, tell other people about the podcast. And have your dog listen to it. Have your dog listen to it. It counts as a listener for us. We yeah. checked. Um, and can, I, can I end with something super sad? Yes. This debate starts at 9 p.m. I'll ride. Oh. <laughs> it starts at 9 p.m. Yeah. And I'm 148 years old, but I was really super depressed when I realized mm-hmm. that. And listen. That means it's going to go till, I don't know, 3 a.m. or something. It, yeah, 3 a.m. on it 3 a.m. <laughs> on Tuesday the next week. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, feels. if you're going to, look, I get it. It's, it's real rough. So, what I'll say is you're probably going to need some downtime. You're probably going to need to, like, relax. And I'd say you should probably do that by grabbing a drink at the study. The study is... Do some karaoke. Like, do some karaoke <laughs> at the study. I think it's on Thursdays or Fridays. I don't know. I think Thursdays. Thursdays. It's Thursdays. Thursdays. Right. Or Wednesday. Wednesday. Right. Or Wednesday. But definitely Thursday for sure. Days. And honestly... Study. Fucking call me, man. <laughs> hey, you know where I'm going when I leave here? The fucking study. study. Motherfucking study. Um, thank you all for um listening to us. We're gonna put a bunch of links for awesome organizations in this area. Yay! Um, in the bio of this episode. Um, we're also <laughs> gonna put the link for the study. <laughs> we're gonna put it in there. 
Um, we're gonna tell them about it. They're gonna find out. And if honestly, if they don't like hang out with me after this, this is a big problem for them. I'm gonna make it a big problem. Yeah. By crying and on their doorstep. Okay. Each night. I. I okay. What? That's Are an interesting you... choice. No, oh. whatever. Look, I don't want to question you. I'm really good at marketing. <laughs> That's so good. That's um, how you get accounts. Yes. If you're like in the marketing field, I think is crying. That's right. On the doorstep yeah. of potential clients. Please, please, I'm <laughs> so desperate. I need this. I need this. Um, so before we go, um, we haven't done this in a while, um, but I'm going to read, um, a tweet from our good friend, Marianne Williamson. I'm not sure if I've done this before because I didn't check off the ones that I've done, but going to read it anyway, because I think it's very important that people need to hear it. I'm so excited. The real you is not a body. Your body is merely a suit of clothes. Physical birth was not your beginning, and physical death is not your end. Cheers. Cheers.